Here's something really interesting. It's not so much about believing in yourself as much as those who believe in you. When you're surrounding yourselves with people who believe in you, that makes even more of a difference than believing in yourself. Hi, I'm Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley, the school for human transformation. You're listening to the Mind Valley podcast, where we'll be bringing you the greatest teachers and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas in personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. Here's the interesting thing, though the, the dark side of it, I believe, is that with a lot of change comes a lot of chaos, right? There's a lot of chaos. My friend Dave Logan, an author, showed me this. He said, the reason it's chaos, chaos, what is it? It's complete disorder and confusion, right? Yeah. But here's the catch. Here's the trick. Here's the hack. Okay. <laughs> is that chaos only appears to be chaos when you're in it. In retrospect, when you see the patterns, it makes sense. It becomes controllable, and you can use it to your advantage. Yes, yes. So those who recognize patterns capitalize on chaos. Do you notice the way you hear Vision speak, the way you hear Eric speak? It's like they're capturing so many different patterns. It's obvious once they present to us what was chaotic before they said it. They capitalize on patterns. Who here has heard of flow states? So this is a pattern recognition of flow states. It's not necessarily the truth, but it's one definition of how flow states happen, discovered by Kotler in his book, Rise of Superman. So it starts with this phase of struggle in beta brain waves. Then you go into alpha, into a release state, and then finally into flow, and then recovery. One of the things I've realized after conducting well over a thousand interviews with the world's greatest thought leaders in everything from entrepreneurship to spirituality to health and wellness to relationship is that life is enormous and there are so many ways we can make our life better and better in every way, in every single day. If you're successful in just one area of life, you might just suck in another. I've known billionaires whose romantic lives were in shambles. I've known incredibly emotionally intelligent people who just couldn't make money. And that's totally fine. It doesn't matter where you are. Life doesn't have to stay the same forever. You're not cursed or destined to be miserable or unlucky in love or struggling to make ends meet. You would just never thought how to have it all, how to do things differently, how to master the human experience from a mind, body, and soul perspective. This is where Mind Valley membership comes in. When you become a Mind Valley member, you are coached by the greatest teachers in the world. You get to live a life beyond your wildest dreams and learn the best systems, protocols, methods, step by step by step in just 20 minutes a day to get there. You become the man or woman that you've always aspired to be. And this happens in the easiest, most effective way because of the Mind Valley transformational model. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash now. Don't settle for ordinary. Don't settle for your life the way it is now. Aspire to step into your greatness. And I actually experienced this this entire time I've been here. I've been struggling with what to say because I had the speech done, but it didn't feel good. 
And then I, I got to the release stage actually this morning in meditation. I was using Emily Fletcher's technique sitting there and I got this download of this new bit that I'm telling you about here. So it first starts with a struggle, then it's the release, then you get into a flow state. And then what Kotler found is really important is that you get into this recovery stage. That we don't like going out of flow, but if we try to stay in flow too long without going into recovery, there could be damages. In fact, he found that stunt men and women actually get hurt more when the stunt is done because they think that they're still in the flow state when they're really out of it and need to go into recovery. So this is one example of pattern recognition. I'm going to talk more about that release and flow. But for now, back to chaos. How would you say that we work with chaos rather than against it? This is a bizarre counterintuitive answer I've found, but this is it. It's more chaos. It's more chaos because the people who actively, consciously create chaos are going to be the ones who lead. Because change is happening whether you like it or not, right? So the question is, are you going to be the one to create the changes and thus create the chaos? And now, mind you, this can be used for good or evil. Because there is a certain political candidate who is stirring up a lot of chaos. A lot. A lot, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's winning. You can't argue with the scoreboard. He's really shaking things up, shaking up the American public, and he's winning. So the first hack I want to teach you is how to create chaos. How to create chaos. There are two, and these are going to be weird. This isn't like stuff I'm stealing from all these self-help books. Like this is, this is stuff that's just coming to me in the most random ways. Because the first one is to get awkward. <laughs> Now, my mentor said this to me when we were walking to a business meeting where not everybody was going to be showing up. And I said, what are we going to do? Not everybody's going to be there. And he goes, we've got to make an asset out of the awkward. And awkwardness is an asset. I'll give you an example of this that I think you've all probably experienced is this little meme here. I'm going to wing it. Me about to do something I most definitely should not wing. Right? When we wing it, that's inviting the chaos in. We don't know what's going to happen. That's part of it. If you can create situations, how many times a day are you entering a situation where you have no idea what's going to happen, but there's going to be something to learn from it? So here's the second hack for how to do that. Is you be an Uber driver. <laughs> be an Uber, because you don't know who's going to come into your car. You have no idea, but there's enough safety there that you're going to be okay. You are. They got ratings. Don't take anybody four stars or below. You know, just, just get the five-star people in the car. You're going to have a conversation that you would not have had otherwise. And when you go to the market, you can't, it's awkward, too awkward to talk to people. They don't want to be bugged. But in the Uber, it's a chance for a conversation. It's what I've heard of. It's called as entering the quantum field, the place where you don't know what's going to happen. So these are two conscious ways to create chaos in your life. And now the second, oddly enough, is destroy chaos. Paradoxical, perhaps, but you've probably heard of this. Taking out the chaos, and I said it was get awkward for create chaos. In order to destroy chaos, it's get relevant. Eliminate the irrelevant. It is dragging your resources, your time, your energy. I teach this to businesses. I share them. The enemy is not 
the competition, the enemy is distraction. Workers, everybody can have so many distractions out there, right? Facebook, you can't watch everybody all the time. There are so many opportunities for it, but it's irrelevant. Get relevant. Here's the second hack for how to destroy chaos in your life. Do that thing. Let me explain. So my friend Renita is a woman who's done every kind of self-help program out there. And not just taking it and then going to the next. I mean, with methodical notes and plans and strategies and action items, going to program to program. And then all of a sudden, it seemed on Facebook, she's got the career she wants. She's got the man she wants. She's finally having a kid. Like all the major things she's wanted for so long to accomplish with those programs. I sat down with her for dinner. I said, you got to tell me, like, which program was it? Which is the one that finally got you the breakthrough, right? She says, you're not going to believe this. She said, this is all I did differently. I just put together the list of everything I have to do. Everything that I have to do. Of course, you eliminate the irrelevant, right? Stuff that you just don't want to do or not committed to do. But everything I had to do. And she said, I started with the ones I didn't want to do, and I worked my way up. And I just started getting rid of those things that were on my mind, that were dragging resources, that were creating this chaos in my life that I didn't need. And that created the space for what's truly relevant for her. So the third is maintain a culture of equilibrium. And equilibrium is defined as a state in which opposing forces or influences are balanced. Maintain a culture of equilibrium. And the way to do this We've seen get awkward. We've seen get relevant. This one is get context. When you really experience the power of this, you'll see just how easy these things can be. And context is nothing more than right people, right place, right time. The when, the where, the who. So Steve Jobs has said that his number one talent is recognizing talent in others and surrounding himself with those people. And it's no coincidence that he was in Silicon Valley, in the computer industry at the time the microprocessor was shrinking down to that. He was in the right place at the right time with the right people. Who here feels that they're in the right place in the right time with the right people? <laughs> Great move on your part. You already get this. And there's opportunity for more of it. I was talking to the heads of one of the most famous coaching schools, and they put out a lot of books, a lot of words, mind you. And he said to me, he said, 98% of transformation is body and environment. It floored me. You know how much talking coaching schools do? But he said, 98% is body and environment. So think, what is the environment that you're going back to? What are you surrounding yourself? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Because here's something really interesting. It's not so much about believing in yourself as much as those who believe in you. When you're surrounding yourselves with people who believe in you, that makes even more of a difference than believing in yourself. <laughs> Thank you.
Vishen Lakhiani, and this is the Mind Valley Podcast. If you like the Mind Valley Podcast, take the next step. Become a Mind Valley member. Imagine being coached daily by the greatest teachers on the planet. How quickly would you transform your health, your mindset, your body? Your relationships. How quickly would you double the size of your company? How quickly would you see your career grow? How quickly would you eliminate any limiting belief that's holding you back and manifest a life that you once thought beyond your dreams? When you become a member, you don't just get access to the greatest education in the world. You become part of a community of a hundred and fifty thousand of the most incredible people dedicated to personal growth. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash now to get started.